What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Sports Bible Podcast. It is playoff time. And uh, yeah, a little bit late. Um, predictions never came out. You know, Easter, Passover, holidays, you know, got in the way. But regardless, we are here. I am joined here by Rob, who is a happy camper at the moment. Absolutely. He might not be, he might not be in a couple of days, but as of right now, he's a happy camper. How are we doing, Rob? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I don't have a dog in this fight. Uh, my best player, with quotes, I hope if you're watching this live, you see me quote, is currently watching games in Dallas. Um, I don't make much of that. That's not a big deal to me. He literally lives in Dallas. Frank Nielakia. Well, was he there too? <laughs> He's on the team. I was just making a joke, but go on. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like his, like Reggie Bullock, he was good friends with. Oh, yeah, him too. Yeah. So it's like, good. I don't know. I, people blow things out of proportion. Like, does he want to go to Utah now? It's like he lives in Dallas. He plays basketball and his friend's on the team. Like, I go too. Courtside seats, probably free food, free, probably free alcohol. Saturday afternoon, it was too. Yeah, oh, if that was Easter, then I would see how that would be a little bit of a problem because, uh, you know, a little away from the family. But wait, was it Easter? No, no, no. I was at a wedding, actually. Um, yeah. So I, I was actually pretty funny. Um, I was at the wedding and I didn't have a lot of service. So I was in and out of it. And I would check like the scores like to the like the Met game and to uh, the, that game. That was the first playoff game. And yeah, I'm like, oh, it's close. Like. Without Luca, I'm like eh, Utah. I don't know. And then they won game two. We'll talk about that again. But mm-hmm. yeah, without further ado, uh, welcome back, guys. Um, we are really gonna try to get this out once a week. Uh, probably just give you updates throughout the playoffs, and then we have a special episode coming up. I gotta talk to my cousin to see what day works for him and works for us, obviously. And you know, just we're gonna give you an update on probably a couple of game twos. A couple one games, one game series so far. Not one game series. You get what I'm saying. Game ones. I mean, by the time you see this, the Tuesday slate will probably be done or in progress. But regardless, um, like I said, we're gonna update you, give you rundowns, probably give like a quick prediction. Talk about Marcus Smart. Marcus. Uh, don't, I, I don't know if I offended any Boston people with that one. I'm I'm from New Jersey. I love it. So, um, yeah, besides that, just a um, just quick update. Maybe we'll give her all NBA teams or kind of who we think should be there. Just the first team. I don't, second and third, we could probably do on a later episode. But for now, it's more of just – it's playoff time. We got to focus in on the playoffs. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I was going to say, like, you know, I got all three teams written down. I think it's pretty obvious, but I just – if we do bring them up, I would just ramp right through them, obviously. Yeah. Like, it's – I think it's just cl- – I mean, the only thing, not to get into this, but as you know, how many times have we been through the Embiid Joker debate? So, like, that's the only question mark, I think, about the first and second team. But, like, I think it's pretty obvious besides debating who's your MVP and who should be on the first team. Yeah. Yeah, I have a – well, you can actually list – I think you can list one of them as a forward. So, that would probably – I don't think LeBron makes the first team just because he was hurt. That might knock Tatum off the first team, though. Are we just doing this now? We might as well just do it now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, based on – I'm pretty sure you can label Jokic and Embiid as a forward. So, I'd Something say they – what did you say? 
have something to say to that. <laughs> I'd say I'd say they both make it then. Like if that's the case, then they both deserve it. So I'd probably go Embiid, Jokic, four or five, whatever. I don't think it really matters besides like what position. And then I would say the point guard is probably Luca, I would say. Yeah, um it is. Or Trey would it be Trey Young? No, I mean Luca was in the MVP conversation. Yeah. That kind of matters. Although Trey Young was probably second or third team. Should, I think he should be second team, but we'll get to that, like we said, later episodes. Then my two, probably Devin Booker. I think I know you're gonna be like, oh, Jason Tatum. But I, I think I'm already ready to go. <laughs> and I'm then, ready to debate this. <laughs> I think Giannis has to make the team as well. He's a forward, so like that would make sense. Yeah, he or he'd be the three. Absolutely. Was hurting Tatum once again, and he talked about this on his podcast, not his podcast, but JJ Reddick's podcast, was the fact that there shouldn't be positions with the, the All-NBA team because it should just be the top five players because you're robbing someone who deserves it because he doesn't play the position. And I think that's robbing Tatum because in this case, I probably would have either Luca or Booker off probably be Booker and Tatum would be like the close like race. And I probably lean Tatum. I don't know. That'd be tough for me, but with the way it is right now, those are the five I'd go with. Okay. So, (laughs) um, so what you said about Tatum is true about Embiid. You might not agree. It's your own opinion, but like, what do you mean by that? So what do you mean by that? So, so I've told you, uh, I've told you how I have a couple friends who are uh, big time Philly fans. And as you saw, I tweeted my all NBA teams. I tweeted my words out after I discussed it on the bleed green podcast and about the bleed green podcast. I was going to say this before we got into the Celtics, but so as you guys know, yeah, we didn't get to our predictions last week. Um, I made the Bleed Green podcast in the summer. Um, I put out a few episodes. I put one out after I went to Celtics Knicks opening night. Did a few like uh, predictions just as the season started. And then, as you know, I was finishing school. I was focusing on writing. And I also never had the confidence and, you know, the public anxiety was settling in. I've kind of put that in my tweet. So, like, I never – it was fearful of me to just, you know, do this consistently on Bleed Green. And then, of course, once we made the sports Bible, once I went through my sports class, mainly, obviously, like I've said, I've learned everything I need. And I had so much knowledge in the field now after my last class. But especially when we made the sports Bible, it got me comfortable and it got me like better and ready to go. And I could feel myself improving as, you know, an outspoken journalist and someone who step up to the plate and say as they feel and call it out is. So on, um, so about bleed green. Yeah. As I was saying, I tweeted the all NBA teams, tweeted the awards. So if, I've told you how I have the friends who are Philly fans. We had this conversation multiple times this weekend. I'm completely tired of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if, so you look at all the writers, the athletic bleacher report, 
guys like Bill Simmons, Winhurst, you know, all the guys that I love, Tim Bomb Temps. They have an issue with putting two centers, and it's a problem. So, like, I don't know if you actually Google it. Like, and one of my friends actually had this argument with me, and I was like, I mean, it's actually one center, believe it or not. There are writers who believe it is ridiculous to leave Joel off because of how great of a season he had. And this is what I meant when I said you saying that about Tatum, it's actually true about Embiid because you can't. It's so. You, ridiculous for you to leave him off of the first team especially like most of the season he's been the most dominant player in the league and now Jokic is likely to win MVP and that is why he will likely be on second team because of the positions if you google how many centers on the first team it's usually two forwards two guards and one center like you said so um so therefore and regarding these two, both of these criteria, all NBA, uh, MVP, as you know, and as we've talked about, I'm like watching your Mets as I'm rambling. As, yeah. as you know, and as we've talked about, it's like a couple month and six month award. Why do you think so many people are picking Boston to go so far? Or not Recency even, bias. Yeah, or just saying they're a favorite in the series and even putting Jason Tatum on all NBA first team after how he started the year, he's been one of the best players in the NBA since January, February. So he definitely deserves it. And not that this matters about the award, but I was saying this last night, just throwing it out there. He, I, he was one of, I don't know if he still leads it, but he, I'm sure he probably is one of them now. One of the leaders in plus minus amongst forwards since the uh, all-star break. Wilmer Flores is on the giants. <laughs> Yo, I just thought he had a home run when you said that. Yeah. Like, notice the face, and I just remembered it. Yeah, he got um, out on a changeup? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm following it. I have it on – I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for showing this, but I, I have it on here. I could probably get a stream going, but, you know, I think it would be a little behind, and then I'd see Rob go, <gasps> and then I'd be like, what? He just got the ball back. Yeah, they just showed his face, but he just – yeah, he'd pop out, end of the seventh. So good game. Yeah. So with Jason Tatum, it's that's why he's likely to make the first team. So with my teams, I'm sorry, Joel Embiid, you very well, especially with what Jokic and the Nuggets, who we're going to get to in a little bit, how the first two games have gone for them and him against Draymond Green and how, you know, vice versa, they've gone for Joel Embiid. You know, he's going to do what he does all series, even if, including myself, people did, did pick Toronto. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's so, and I've said it on Bleed Green a ton on my podcast and on Twitter, like there's no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. So I understand it's BS that if he is on second team, but that's what it's looking like. So minor Luka Doncic, I meant to say Luka and Dev, but Luka, Luka Doncic. Luka Booker. Uh, Devin Booker, Luca Booker, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jason Tatum, Nicole Jokic, second KD, okay. LeBron, Embiid, Morant, Curry. Oh, I'm um, hold hold off on the uh, second just because we're gonna do that in uh. When does that come out? The All NBA teams. I assume real soon. Like I think the awards come out like one at a time, like we saw Marcus yesterday. But okay, yeah, I mean I. Whenever you want to do them. I was just going to say, like, 
for me, like position wise, what I was having trouble with was like, I would have maybe put Steph on the third team and put DeMar in the second team, but I have, uh, well, I'm, I mean, it probably won't be out next week. So we could probably do it on the next episode of the second and third teams, or even later this week, have like a episode solely on that as games are still being played. Um, but yeah, I'm just, um, we I'm, could do I'm, awards too. Yeah. I'm just, doing something real quick for us so you guys can see this. So you have Luka, Booker, Tatum, and Giannis, and Jokic? Yes, sir. Okay, so I'm about to work, Magic. And thank you, Zoom, for letting us use this. I mean, this ain't going to be perfect. All right, so this is what I was referring to. Um, So these are our teams. Um, Yeah. Um, I put Tatum for you at the three. To, and put Giannis at the four. I don't think it matters. No. But yeah, that that still begs the point, though. Like, it should just be the top five players. And I think honestly, yeah. I see your point of view. I was just telling you, yeah. like, the other side of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I see what they mean. I think you know how, like, in baseball. <laughs> I mean, obviously, with the steroids, kind of kept him out. But I think the true reason Barry Bonds is not in the Hall of Fame is because he wasn't well liked by the media, and I think that. That matters. Like, if they don't, they're voting for you. And if they don't like you, then they're not going to vote you in. So I think that um, that can kind of be the case a little bit with Embiid. Like, he's not, he's cocky, but he, at the same time, he doesn't, like, Giannis has beaten you. Kawhi has beaten you. Kevin Durant, I'm pretty sure, has probably beaten you. Um, All these guys have beaten you. You, You've never been past, like, has he ever been to a conference final? No, they if they make it this year, it'd be their first since Iverson in 01, so 21 years. Yeah, so it's like you like you're saying all this stuff, and people will give Jokic crap for doing the same thing. And by the way, I'm gonna make another point, but I just it just feels like with Embiid that it's just like it's tiring after a while. It's a great point. I mean, like we've talked about this before. And like that could be a strong case because there is a lot of people in the media that I'm a lot of people like you're seeing more players. This is what my friend's defense were. You're seeing more players than the media say it belongs to Joel, like Durant, like Markel Fultz sticking up he made. But it's just and Durant's a genius in the game, obviously, as you know. Yeah, and he's kind of like a no BS guy. Like yeah, you never hear I mean, his problem is that he's a little thin skinned but he's not the only one, but the stuff he has to deal with, he's had to deal with like just distraction and and Embiid too with Simmons. I don't know. Joel's better with the media now too, especially with tweets. Oh, thank God you finished that sentence. It shouldn't, (laughs) it shouldn't be a factor. Um, when it comes to that now. Yeah. And I don't believe in the writers if they are thinking that it definitely. Yeah. As I'm saying this, like with MB, like people say, well, Luca kind of does the same thing. You never heard Luca openly have a rift with his teammates. We all know he kind of didn't like Porzingis, but like you never heard him openly have a rift with his teammates. You never ho- heard about him openly like arguing with people like on the court and like, like not on the court, but like arguing with other coaches. You never hear about that with him. And yeah. like you heard, I remember, um, I remember when Jimmy Butler was on the Sixers, I heard like, Joel Embiid say like I miss 
Dario and I forget the other guy they traded. Covington. Like, what's the point of making that statement? Like, it's not, you're not getting anything out of that statement. <laughs> well, the thing with that team was like, who's in charge here? Is it the front yeah. office of Elton Brand who like showed like. <laughs> Wait, was he there at that point? Yeah, he got Butler and he got Tobias Harris. He's still there. He's the assistant to Maury. So it's like. I think he, did he step down? He's like assistant GM now. He was but, the GM at the time. Yeah, I was saying he like moved, like kind of not, not Brest. He was Brest. He was moved up in a sense. But like he kind of not, he kind of moved like, if you guys are watching this, like he didn't go, he went that way. So he's over yeah, here now. I would, I would say that. I don't know how to explain that. Just, you'd rather, anybody would rather have Maury anyway with his history. So well, it's he, like, he, he's been a risk taker and I appreciate that. And he knows the game well, especially from prior stops like Houston and like yeah that was the thing with that team was like who's in charge Brett Brown was the worst coach ever um what did McCann just do huh what did James McCann just do he flew out I think so it's like and there was rumors of like Embiid Simmons and Butler like who's number one stuff like that and then that's why Jimmy wanted out so yeah, it's just um, where did we get? Oh, the media. So, <laughs> um, yeah, with Doncic, not a chance. Because like, look at. I mean, yeah, they can't. We're gonna talk about Brunson and how they were yesterday, but like, that was my fan, Brunson. Another bold take I had in bleed green is I stuck with my pick for Doncic MVP when I said it on the pod. I was like, I wrote this okay. in September. I'll keep the take, and. <laughs> My order was all out of whack. Like the centers were lower than they should be by a couple spots. And like, I was just sticking to my opinion. Cause like, just yeah. like Jokic, you take Luca away from the abs and see how they are playmaking wise with a permanent ball handler, stuff like that. And it's just like, Luca makes every play. It's even more beyond with him. Like he does the way he finds guys. And yeah, he is a good, like he has his thing with officials but like, that's human nature. He's a kid. He's gonna. I don't. Grow. Yeah, I he's don't mind that as much. What did you say? He's only a kid. It's another thing, and he's always been a good leader. And he he gets to the line like Luca, but great player like Embiid. Like he's gonna get to the line. Like that's he's a great player. But when you're shooting twenty five free throws, you can't complain about a ticky tack call. If you're shooting six to seven free throws a game, that's that's probably like a average amount of free throws he'd probably be like more nine ten but you're yeah. shooting 20 free throws a game and you're gonna complain about a guy that went like this to your head like <laughs> and it's like are we really like obviously nurse is gonna say stuff and i like nick nurse i mean he's kind of stuck right now but i, I like him coach fun fact for you uh another thing on the pod i'm took him as my coach of the year i know we talked about yeah. it a lot but like you know i like them so i take him I, uh, I'm seeing a lot of – we could probably start off with that series. Um, I'm seeing a lot on Twitter, like, with the Raptors, like, if Giannis got the same foul calls Embiid got, you wouldn't have a championship. All right. And if Embiid didn't get the foul calls, you'd probably be down 0-2. So, like, what's your point? Like, like I don't – I think the Sixers, like, matchups are a little overrated. Like, they – when it's, like, equal talent, matchups matter. But – the the um, Raptors don't have a guy that um 
the Sixers have, and the Sixers better thank their lucky stars that Tyrese Maxey exists. Yes. Because so. he is playing incredible. Like him and Jordan Poole are like the two, like not stars, but like they're, they're, they're better hero. than role players. What do you say? Unsung heroes. Like he, like Tobias Harris is like the clear four now on that team. Luke's and he's still a pretty good player. We talked about this before. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think the Raptors have a chance, especially without Barnes. And like, if you're the Raptors, you're still in a good spot. Like, you five seed years, like two years after you lose your probably Kawhi best player in your history. No, Vince Carter played. Um, or Lowry or DeRozan. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? Like, best player and yeah. like, like LeBron's not the best Laker because he, it's like, it matters like emotion and uh, sensitivity. But yeah, anyway. Like they're in a good spot still. Like even if they lose the series in four games, excuse me. Obviously, like you don't want to do that. But Van Vliet's good, and Anobi's good. Siakam, I know you say he sucks in the playoffs, but like he's still a good player. And Scotty Barnes has a shot to be like a really like one type player. Of course, yeah. Um, so like, I don't think they win this series. Like no. I'd be shocked if they. They'll probably win a game, but then again. Remember the Sixers? Weren't they up 2-0 last year in Atlanta? Up 20, and then they blew it? Or I think so, it like, might have been 2-0. It might have been 2-0. I, I hope it was. Um, so, yeah. you know, we talk about, like, Simmons choking. We've seen Harden choke multiple times, like, pretty badly. So, yeah, I guess I, I like how we're starting off with this one. Um, so I was saying, and I was saying to you even, like, how – Besides the Boston Brooklyn, this is the other series in the conference that I think has the biggest chance of being an upset. Do I think that anymore? Of course not. <laughs> After yeah, I mean, games. but it's like, oh, but the one thing I will say, they win one game convincingly, and all of a sudden you might change your feelings. Scotty Barnes comes back. What do you even do? Over. Like, yeah, I, I don't think you should be talking about. I mean, yeah, of course we could talk about their bright future just because of the foundation they have. <laughs> I'll get to that, but it's like. It's not – it could be a sweep. I'm not going to act like it can't, but it's not completely over because it's like – so Yeah, I came into this one. I'm like, okay, well, the biggest thing – what have I been saying to you since the trade and what did we talk about since the trade in February? The, like, the Harden trade? Yes. it's We know what you've done in game sixes or sevens when – sevens when – uh you know, the stakes are at the highest and brightest of lights are on. We saw it in that game against Brooklyn. He still had to prove it to us. We knew what Embiid was going to do. But yeah. shame on me for leaving out, you know, he's only 21 and a kid. He did have a stellar year. But shame on me for leaving out his factor. I didn't say much about Tyrese Maxey. Obviously, I'm always throwing shade on Tobias for the player he's paid up. But I just... That was my thing coming in was like, all right, well, you're missing thigh bowl. You're not the same team you were defensively. Let's be honest here. And everyone knows that you're missing. You could argue it now. You could argue it, but you're no, missing. I agree with you, but it's like, he's Matisse thigh bowl. Yeah. Okay. He's but, all over my TikTok, by the way. He's got like a sponsorship or something. And I'm like, why is Matisse thigh bowl on my TikTok? Yeah. In no way am I praising him at all. I've never even been like high on him. Yeah, he's made a first-team all-defense, but he, he's about as good as me when it comes to putting the ball in the hole. 
that's very disrespectful, but <laughs> it is what it is. So um, this just has a team, their defense isn't as good. And like going to Toronto, yeah, we talk about how Siakam is down in the postseason, but going to Toronto, you have no one to handle Pascal or Fred really besides Maxi on Fred. Dang, and I mean, you could say that, and like he did dunk last night, but it's like he he's like a low twenty minute guy at this point in his career. But and his experience and like what he's done in the postseason helps a lot. Like you mm-hmm. need him on your, or he's a big part of your team. I'm not downgrading him, but it's like he's not thigh ball on D, or at least this state of Danny Green. But it's like yeah, coming into the series, I'm like they go to Jurassic Park, it could be a problem. Like no thigh ball. They were they won 14 out of 20 when the season was coming to an end. Nick Nurse, that's why I gave him coach of the year. You know how high I'm on them, their organization, coaching staff, Masai, Ujiri. Um, I always talk about how they throw multiple bodies at you. Yeah, they don't have the size, but, like, they got the athleticism. Like, you could throw a bunch of dinosaurs at Joel, even though, like I said, he's going to give you what he's – you know what he's giving you, but it's Harden – the stats are still looking like concert tour dates, but it's just like that was funny. If, if he, <laughs> that was if he funny, point guard. It's all he's got to do is be <clears> a point <throat> guard. And I saw people were saying this was like they, if they're gonna make a run to the conference finals or beyond, we yeah. still need to see a portion of him that we saw. Not Houston, but we should see a portion of him that we saw in Brooklyn. And then you're getting offensive protect, protection from Maxi and Tobias Harris. I gave the Raptors a little too much credit along with a bunch of other writers picking them in seven. Right now it's looking like Philly in five at the moment. It could, it could still happen though. You know, yeah, like we'll see what happens in Toronto. And it's just Siakam was one of the best players to end the regular season or playing like one of the best players to end the regular season. And they won three out of four against them. Like they could exploit Harden really well and they played Philly and Embiid well. So it's like, that's why I yeah. want to pick them, but that seems to be the dead wrong pick thus far. Yeah, I think also we say um, this a lot, like expectations, but if the Sixers win this series, no one's moving anything. They're supposed to win this series. You're James Harden, Joel Embiid. You're playing against a good team, but you're not playing against world beaters. Like, I love Fred Van Vliet. I love those guys, but they're not there yet. That's it's okay. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said to my friends. I was like, they should win this with ease. That shouldn't even be yeah. up for debate. And like, you brought James. He, you had to do the trade. You did it to fulfill the destiny. And now it's time. Yeah, and it's just like, so I think we could both agree. I think the Sixers win the series, but we don't take much out of it because they're supposed to win the series. You'll be judged when you play probably Miami. the Miami probably next or Atlanta if Trey Young. Goes apeshit again, but um, we can probably segue to Atlanta, uh, Miami. Get that out of the way. It was so nice to see Trey Young absolutely suck in Game One. Kevin Knox had more points than him. That was so cool. <laughs> that must have felt good for you. That was just because <laughs> I know that Jimmy Butler has this rap where he just fights everyone and doesn't do anything. He just like talks, but that whole thing with him. It looked like, like it looked like he just fouled them or Trey Young fouled them. I forget which way it was, 
and they got tangled and he walked away and Trang was kind of trying to get that villain vibe again and he just was like nah I'm just gonna lock you up and meet Bam had a bio on him yeah and, I mean, and by design he's a he could have he's a defensive player of the year candidate too like he could yeah one five. well not a candidate anymore but um jo- Joel I'm <laughs> um, not Joel Joel Moran the guy on the I see him on TikTok a lot he said people gave up on Miami because of a bad week and I forget you realize how good this team is. I'm just like, they are just so like well coached. And Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo are not like slashes. They're not scorers by any means, but they're they're dominant defensive players. They're playmakers. Tyler Harrow is probably their overall best pure scorer. Um, but I, I think this series is not even a contest. I don't know if Atlanta will probably win the game because Atlanta's a good crowd. Maybe um, Atlanta doesn't really show out to be honest. There was a lot of Knicks fans later last year, but it didn't matter. Um, so, I, yeah, that's all I got. I think the Heat cruise this series and take on the Sixers in the next round. Um, so, so, you know, yeah, they had that bad week, the fight. I think last time we talked was even before then, maybe around it. And, like, they've been underrated for most of the year. Like, even uh, has Boston made the wrong – like people were giving them a lot more credit. And then once they got into the fight, people were like, all right, that's it. Get them out of here. But it's like going into March 30th, one of our, I think it was our last ESPN game of the year. It was huge. It was um, before the Rob Williams or no, right after the Rob Williams injury. So <laughs> it was a big game on ESPN and it was probably like, the first game in a while where it was just like a flat out loss. Like they out toughened mm-hmm. you in the fourth quarter. It was a good lesson for us. Like, you know, they battle us well all, yeah. over all these years since back to LeBron. And it was a good, like well-fought lesson. That's like, you know, you're going to go punch for punch, have this get you ready for the playoffs. And then Tatum wasn't even himself that game. So I, I would take it back if he dropped 30. I don't even think he had a three that game, but it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, they're special as a team. I gave them credit for that. That really that win in Boston really got them back on track. They started winning uh, the last you know portion of their games more than losing. And then yeah, I mean you give all the credit to the coaching. It's just like you said, Heroes their best pure scorer. There was a reason why he almost made the All Star team. Kyle Lowry uh, started being on the fort the fort the court full-time after the personal issues and his knickknacks and things of that such jimmy butler uh we know about his knickknacks you and i are big fans of him it's just like now we know what he's about in the playoffs and he's not one to like you said he's barely even made threes the second half he's not the best shooter he'll give you the mid-ranges like he'll give you the you could tell that game at boston they were happy rob wasn't there because they were like more green light on the mid ranges, especially, but it's like, um, their biggest thing is just their toughness. Me and you have always praised their culture and what they do on the defensive end, but Paul Spolstra, all the credit belongs to him. And especially after that fight, but I, the thing with Atlanta is like me and you have left since last May. I mean, (laughs) it's just, we we may have been happy they beat Philly. You weren't happy how the first round went, but it's like 
yeah. the fact that they acted like Jordan's Bowl since last June because you guys made one conference final and you're a baby team. And it's just you have a bunch of shooters. You're poor on defense. And like you, me and you have said, Trey is a menace. Like he's already one of the top players in the NBA, one of the best all-around scores as a superstar, I guess I would say. One of the best shooters. Um, if I got to hear someone talk about his total points one more time, I get it. He scored a lot of points. You were still the 18. Exactly. And he what? Yeah, he was up there and total points all season long, battling with DeMar DeRozan, battling with Jason Tatum. And then it's just like, like, let's be honest. It was a step ahead of schedule last year. Yeah. And like, yeah, we expected you to be in the playoffs, just like the Knicks. But it's like, you strike out. I'm on the three, two. Hold on. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was on. high, but he went around. Um, so it's just like with I, I would, yeah. I game two is tonight. They set the tone on defense. We could. It's kind of like Durant with the Celtics, mm-hmm. who I assume we'll get into next. But, but it's just they will go like him and Trey Young will go off next game and will be a lot better. Oh yeah, it's like. It's not going to be a sweep, but I think they win one game, get all hype, and then Jimmy Butler's just going to lay the hammer on them. Yeah, so like – Pun intended. Tonight, tonight could be a good fight. Tonight could be a really good game, especially with that little beef that we saw, like you said. Those two are about yeah. the life. And, yeah, I mean, I'm expecting the Heat to win in five, six games. <laughs> but yeah. I think – what did I have coming into the series? Heat and six. So – Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, around there, and I expect hopefully a good game tonight. I It doesn't matter now, but I actually thought that the Hawks were going to lose to the Cavs just because the Cavs, I mean, they're a little beat up. They're still they're in a pretty good spot still. But I all year, every time Atlanta would get hot, they would have like a letdown and lose to like Orlando and just look awful. I, and I thought that was going to happen. I thought like I expected them to beat Charlotte. Charlotte's got a gaping hole that they refused to fix. Um, so they win that game and then I thought, okay, now everyone's coming back to Atlanta and they're just going to lay down, but Trey Young saved the day. But like I said, hindsight 2020 doesn't matter. Uh, we can probably segue off this series. I think we both know this is probably not going to go more than five games. I think this next series is going four games. I, and that's, um, Milwaukee, Chicago, I. Chicago came close and that's the closest they were getting because Giannis is pissed, not pissed, but he's. He's 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 in the water now. He's not treading anymore. And yeah, I don't think they come close. Okay, so since we're likely to get, I'll, I'll tell this portion of it. Since we'll talk, I think we would save Net Celtics for last. Yeah, for the East. so since yeah, since we're not there yet. So all right, um, the last week of the South, every top four contender was hunting Chicago, as you saw. Like yeah. They'd be a much different team, much stronger, what much more stable if they had Lonzo Ball. But like, dude, two wins against the top teams in the NBA—that's not good. And like, yeah, you guys started out hot, and like, I had yeah, I couldn't beat the Knicks. I've said it to you coming into the year how I projected like six and no better, but they looked like one of the arguably the at one point very early in the year most all-around team in the league, and. It's just what have I said to you since we debated them against Brooklyn? Yeah. 
beginning of the year. It's like wait, I'm actually um I I was actually gonna bring that up too. Um, what do you call it? Oh, the last episode we did was Richie has a famous cousin, but um, we've done 14 episodes so far. Uh, this is the COVID outbreak. Where is it? Pod number four: Bulls Nets first seed question mark. Oh well. <laughs> that was like around the surgery i remember yeah and we were like really we we were all in on the bolts but yeah so it's like we knew about the elite scoring we praised vooch all the time they got pat williams back who had a couple last few games after his return of the regular season they were well um he's only growing he's like what 20 and it's just like what, what did I say to you back then? It's just their only defender is Alex Caruso and Lonzo Ball. And then when Pat Williams is around. Yeah. And Levine's been better on that end. Um, even, you know, DeMar as well next to him. Like they improved and really just, what's the word? Exceeded expectations on that end. And it's just every contender wanted them and even – so the Celtics had Chicago, <laughs> the next, bless you, if that was a sneeze. The next night on TNT, they had Milwaukee, and then Sunday, that last game. So they they beat Chicago. This was really thinking into it now. I'm trying to remember what the Sunday game was. It doesn't matter. Was it a regular left- season game? Yeah, I'm talking about Boston, and I just because I was thinking two into him, I was thinking of the game before, but we don't need it. So, oh uh, yeah, I don't know. They beat the Bulls. Um, they beat what's it called? They the next night I did a pod the game before the Bucks game, or and like an hour before the Bucks game the next night, and I was like, okay, well, that is when I made my segment. That's like the upper echelons, the Boston's, the Milwaukee's yeah. of the world you got a strong juggernaut of a defense and you've been two of the best teams in the NBA for months now. So Brooklyn, on the other hand, that had a Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant that have to play 40 high minutes and do everything. Ben Simmons, who at the time wasn't looking like he was coming back. Seth Curry, who at the time was dealing with ankle issues. Bruce Brown, who at the time was looking like your most uh, efficient player. Nick and Thomas. If, yeah, and if, if Drummond is in foul trouble, like we saw Sunday, and if, if Claxton isn't, you know, up to speed on like certain little things when yeah. it comes to the learning process and big spots like this, it's just like, that's a problem. So my biggest thing was like, You know, you know, I love Bill Simmons. I would agree with him. He was just like, are we really still afraid of Brooklyn? Like as each day goes on. Yeah, they got Goran Dragic, who me and my friend, who's a Nets fan, were laughing Sunday watching it because we knew how he went off against the Celtics in the bubble in 2020 with Miami. But it was just with, um, with Milwaukee and Boston, I had the dark feeling that it was kind of coming a little bit. It's just, yeah. So they beat Chicago. Then the Bucks game, they didn't have Tatum or Horford who rested. So I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> are we selling this or are we not? And then 
we were looking like we were going to win the game, led by Daniel Tice, 20-plus points. Marcus Smart almost had 30. Peyton Pritchard, Sam Hauser, uh, Derek White had a big game. I was like, they might win this game on the road. And then once they were up last few minutes by a couple points, I'm like, all right, you know, um, win it. Why not? Like, I was down to tank it for Chicago. Do you hear Gus? What? He's barking. Yeah, I didn't hear him. Yeah. Speaking of Gus, you see Gus Johnson last night in Philly? I saw it. I didn't hear it, though. My computer is muted. I feel you. But so I was like, yeah, bring on the Bulls. So then when we were winning, I was like, you know what? Win this game. Like, we'll have home court, the two seed. We look, we're dominating everyone these last few Yeah, years. it's like, I, I, would, I wouldn't try to match up. Like, you know what? Like, my friend was la- – like, my friend who's a Nets fan was with me laughing. I was like, win the game. Why not? And then they lost. Yeah. I was like, nice. Like, the best loss I've seen in years. <laughs> matchup. And then Udoka says before Sunday, he's like – before Sunday, April 10th against Memphis at Memphis. Hey, He's like, you know, that was a, that was a, that was a blog. another yeah. slot. So, I mean, they rested everybody, but it was like, and we played everybody, but I knew it was coming. So Emei was like, cause if you really think about it, Tatum played the Chicago game, rested the Milwaukee game. He's younger than me, but it's like, yeah, you have the whole week to practice, but you want game action. So say Tatum rested, like Horford, yeah, he could have benefited it because he's, you know, up there in age, even though we want to get him some game action. But say Tatum rested the Memphis game, he would have nearly two weeks off because they didn't play until Easter Sunday. Yeah, so makes sense. We wanted to get some runs in. So I knew they weren't going to rest them. And I was like, all right, this is going to happen. Like we're going all in. Just pray I, no one gets hurt. Yeah, like – Philly was playing Detroit. Milwaukee was playing Cleveland without any starters. I was like, we saw that Tatum three where he was like, wow, on the step back. I'm like, all right, we're here. Like if, and the fact that I was like, no one was factoring this enough, but I was factoring the fact that Ime was with Brooklyn the year before. And, you know, that Boston sent the message that night. That was like, we believe we're contenders. You've seen us this last few months, how we play everybody how each game is going. Uh, We're not afraid of anyone. We think we're the team to beat. And like, we sent the message. Like, we believe who we are. We'll take on anyone. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was saying to you, I was saying to every other sports fan all week, I was like, I mean, you knew they were going to beat Cleveland, even though Cleveland came back a bit. I had some faith in playoff Rondo. Me and you were like, go Cavs. Yeah. came back a bit, but I was like, you knew they were going to beat him. And then I was like, all right, it looks like my mind is only on one thing the entire week. <laughs> I, and, yeah. and then everyone's like, all right, Boston wanted the smoke. Brooklyn, Brooklyn's ready for it. They're knocking on the door. We saw a finals like game on Sunday afternoon and at, like atmosphere. And it will be that type of series. How many yeah. times did I use the word magical to you to describe Kevin Garnett night? And that's what that game was Sunday. If I believe yeah. if I was there, it wouldn't have ended that way. Cause I <laughs> like, I've never seen, never been a buzzer beater at TD garden in the postseason. Like I've never seen that. I was my mind just to get us off Boston. My mind was the game's going on. It was chippy. Like you watched it. 
Right. You know what, can I just say something real quick? I love that this Milwaukee-Chicago series literally moves the needle not at all for us, that you just completely disregarded it and went straight to Net Celtics. Because I think we both know that Chicago's got no shot. We'll go, all right, so we'll I'll root for them, though, because the winner yeah. plays the Brooklyn-Boston series. So, so you, you want Chicago to win. Yeah, so <laughs> I'd be – say we get past Brooklyn, I'd be a little hopeful and more confident with the Time Lord. Oh, yeah. But it's just like – Obviously, yeah. I'll work for the Bulls in that case, but it's just yeah. so Sunday's game. You saw it chippy. It's like they yeah. wanted to beat the shit out of each other right away. A bunch of fouls. The Bruce Brown quote. The crazy booze. We knew how the Kyrie atmosphere would be, and I'm seeing a lot of stories now since Sunday. And you would probably agree. Like it's it's entertainment. Like yeah, it's yeah, it's a joke. All this, but the fact that it's like a finals uh, atmosphere and a finals type series. This is entertainment. And like, yeah, all Kyrie does is act like he has the moral high ground through every post game presser and acts like everybody has to look up to him. But I appreciate, like, it's cool that he's like, yeah, like I'll, I'll face you back and I will join the fight and I'll fight back. And like, especially in a series like this where it's going to be insane, like that's beautiful. And it's just, I don't know if you saw me tweeting before, but like I was tweeting at this girl who's a Brooklyn Net journalist. I forget her name. I apologize. But like, it seems like I'll, you've heard me say this all season when we yeah. talk about him and the Celtics. I was saying it all last playoffs when we played them and didn't stand a chance. What am I going to have to say this every single spring and like every year? Like, it's like everybody who's outside of Boston doesn't know. Like Kevin Durant was yeah. just talking about the booze and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, if like, he's out of love. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. Like, he's right, but it's like he didn't get traded. Like, he left in free agency, and he promised yeah. us. As you know, I don't think I have to go through this. You've heard me a million times. The promise that I want to be here forever. I want to build chemistry with you guys. Who wouldn't want to be here? I'm going to make a commercial with my dad and get my number in the rafters because that's what I want to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, and I was just going to say, it's just like, respect to you, Kai, for fighting back. But, like, why are you surprised? Why? like, Yeah, yeah it's those, the playoffs. And those fines were going to happen. But, like, that's what the girl was like. Like, she tweeted the video of people at Fenway Park chanting F Kyrie. And yeah. Kyrie sucks. But it's like, <laughs> dude. As you know, you're a New York fan. I'm a Boston fan. And like most of my friends are New York fans. It's just like, you know that Boston is arguably the most passionate city and they look at all their teams as a family and they all stand as one. So I like, that's cool. Like, what do you think? They're not going to chant it at Fenway Park, especially two of the city's top teams. Like they're going to do that. And yeah, everybody on the net side is like, oh, like I thought, I thought Philly was bad. Like, this is disgusting. Like, let him be. Like, good thing he spent the fifty thousand for that. Like, let dude, him let him, let him be. When you stomp on their logo and try and just basically just openly trash the organization, like, I know he played well. Like, he played really well on Sunday. But look at the difference between him and Trey Young. Trey Young is getting booed mercifully, no matter where he goes, and that's just because of like a villain attitude and. 
he's laughing it off and he's loving it. Kyrie is getting like sensitive about it. Like, why are you like shocked? You're right. Why are you shocked by this? Like, you're doing this all to yourself. <laughs> if, if they booed Durant, I'd get it. But even so, they're booing you because you're good. If you yeah, suck, like, no one would care. Double play going to the bottom of the ninth, I think. Is it double play? I, I said out on here. So it's like Durant has. Yeah, Alonzo scooped it. Yeah, it's out. Um, Got it. Word. So Durant has a point, but like, dude, it's like, why you all act clueless about it? Like, he, he was. Yeah. He left. Like, he said, if you have me back, he left. He didn't get dealt. Like, no one boos someone that gets dealt. Or, like, if you left, Unless like, if you were a free agent, if you were like a free agent and left, like, you know, yeah. he does, does he get booed in Cleveland? Yeah. Oh, actually, no, he, he did leave Cleveland. Yeah, no, but like, does played. LeBron does LeBron get booed in Cleveland? No. Because he left in free agency. He was a free agent. Does he, The player he is compared to Kyrie. We get like, outside of the whole Westbrook-Durant thing, Durant didn't get booed in OKC. Yeah, he does. <laughs> well, he, he shouldn't. I'm trying to think of it. He, he deserves no, like. It's the fact that, like, I think it's more of the team he went to. Yeah, it's because you went to the rival and almost, yeah, and no one expected that. But, like, did James Harden get booed from Houston? I wouldn't be shocked. I think he did. And then, like, they got over it and gave him the tribute video. Like, that's what the, yeah. the girl was doing with me. It was comparing Harden with the Nets and Kyrie in Boston. I was like, it's two completely different things. Yeah. Like, he didn't like preach that he wanted to be there he didn't like fail you as a leader and then just you know make him be like yeah. i want my number here all this stuff why wouldn't i want to be here like yeah he praised brooklyn a little bit but not to that extent like i've never seen anybody go to this extent and that is my biggest thing like, about it. like why are you going to be upset that fenway fans are going to chat about it like and like you, you gotta expect it too it's just i don't know i i think from a series perspective, I think we can agree this is going seven. Yes. But so, that's not even the story, I feel like. Yeah, and back to the game. Um, when it was tied at 61 at half, I was kind of nervous. I was so pleased with our defense. Like, you saw how great they played Kevin on the switching, on the doubles with Grant Williams and Marcus, whoever. Ow. And he was missing, like, his signature shots. And I'm like, all right, this is scary because he could explode for 25-plus and we could easily lose the lead. And what yeah. happens? We do what we do best. And I can't – this is the best defense I've seen in years. I've been preaching it to you since the trade deadline. And that's what they did. They locked in. They locked up. And um, Boston stayed with it on offense. Tatum had Browns 20-plus. And then you had Marcus – who was amazing. Bleach Report was like, oh, the Marcus Smart game. Al Horford, playoff foul. Like, I've been telling you, I can't believe you saw me tweet it. I can't believe <laughs> how people wanted to argue with me, how that was a bad trade for Kemba. Um, but it's as a team, they oh, played Kemba Walker. <laughs> they played awesome offensively, but they could be even better. But what won it for the Celtics was the defensive end. Like, Brooklyn could have pulled away when Kyrie was going off there and you know, fueling off the heckles, like fueling himself. And like 
if it wasn't for Boston's defense, like we lose. You saw, yeah, it was one of like we were stuck. also a lack of Nets defense. Kevin Durant lost his assignment on the last play. That's why so, Tatum was able to get low. And at first, my bro, my uncle was like, "Oh, he didn't get it off." I'm like, "He did get it off." I don't know why that was. I'm like, "What?" And then they were, I just saw they were just checking the time. I'm like, "All right, that makes sense." But yeah, yeah, just, on the most important play, Durant lost Tatum. Like, if you were guarding Grant Williams, no offense to Grant Williams, but he's not Jason Tatum. No. But like, you can't lose him there, and you can't lose him on a pump fake. Yeah, like, and then that, like, why they jump? By the way, two guys. <laughs> It's just like Kyrie was really starting to put on a show, and like the one way oh, he was unconscious, like, he looked by Tatum as he ran by, like maybe yeah. he just wanted to see where he was, but that was disrespectful. And then, but I think there's a mutual to, respect between those two. I don't think there's yeah, like any. They, and then even Kyrie and Brown, Kyrie and Smart, like they all love him still. Last year we got spanked. They're hot. He's stepping on the logo, which. Yeah. Our comments before I left the logo out of it, but he's stepping on the logo and everyone's hugging him. Daniel Tice, yeah, him and Jalen talk about Ramadan, have those similar interests. <laughs> well, I mean, what's the, what's the rule? Um, was it like I don't want to be wrong here? I don't know the rule. I think it's like Ramadan. Yeah, I mean, I have a major amount of respect for people to do that. That's got to be very tough. Um. You are allowed to eat during certain times in the day. Fasting periods for Muslims is strictly prescribed to last from dawn until dusk. So basically when the sun is up till the sun is down, I believe. Yes. Okay. So like basically when the sun rises, I would assume until there's like a, there's like a religious term for it, but it's like when the sun rises, till the sun goes down. But yeah, I mean, I would be, I don't know how they play through that. Yeah. That's going to be rough. You remember the one <clears> that <throat> the Nets were in Atlanta? Doesn't um, Cantor do something like that? And it's, oh, and it's freedom now. Um, I, think he well, I don't know if it was Ramadan. Something like that. I forget what it was. Yeah. But um, you remember the one game the Nets were in Atlanta that they lost where Katie had 55? I think it was that game. Yeah. Irie, like you see him like r- run to the bench and like eat all the fruit. So the sun must have just went down. It's like, well, yeah. Well, yeah, because you can get like as a professional athlete, you can get like dehydrated or like lose a lot of energy fast. And also health wise, that's like that's tough to do. Like from for an average person, for an average person, it's do it's very doable. But for someone that's burning as much calories as he has in that short period of time, it's tough. But I give him all the credit in the world for doing that. I respect him, his religion. I respect Ramadan. I don't have any reason not to, like any other religion. But I think that – back to the point, though. Um, yeah, you were saying, like, that he's all friends with all these guys. But it's just, like, he's not even a villain. It's, like, a true hatred. Like, we, like no Nick fan truly hates Trey Young. Yeah, like, they do. <laughs> they hate him because he killed us. Like he beat us. I mean, like it's 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 constantly it's funny. happening, and they're chanting "F Trey Young." Yeah, but um, you can. I see what you're saying, though. Yeah, as to this series, though, I don't know who's winning it, so I'm not going to give a prediction. I want to hear your thoughts. What What are you thinking? The Celtics. The not the Celtics. If Robert Williams comes back. I don't know what the Nets do because 
defensively, they are extremely flawed. And we keep hearing Ben Simmons game four, game five. What if it's 3-0 by then? Like, I don't like, know if that'll happen, but I think we've got a real chance tomorrow. Yeah, but what if it's like 2-1, 3-1? Like, what if you're down? And is Ben Simmons going to be – like, he's not even practicing yet. All right, yeah, but I'll get – I'll say that. So – Yeah, like, that, that. that's all I really have. It's – I just don't know. Like, we're, their defense is just very bad. To end and, the ball game, um, I think I left off on that, like, speed layup. So, he – um. I was having dark thoughts, man. Like I, I knew, you know, I've been through a lot of blown leads. So I was like, is this really happening? Like we've been on a cold spell for offense, but again, what won it? Boston's defense. Like, yeah, Kyrie and everyone, like I had the argument with my friend. Everyone's like, oh, like he just dropped 39 on the defensive player of the year's head. Actually. No, he dropped, he dropped like four. I saw six six points. Yeah. Like those two threes. So like, thank you very much. I'm not Mm -hmm. being biased or bragging, but like Dan Greenberg, a barstool tweets, Marcus and who he guards like after every game and like every result, every game, no matter who it is. Yeah. That's the analytical way to look at it. And lock them up. Hence the award last night as these past 48 hours, I've been at an all time high for this team (laughs) after Gary Payne uh, presented defense player of the year. Congrats to him. But what was it? Uh, you could so you could sense that like something bad was about to happen, and they just locked in. And after Kyrie even hit those threes, uh, what Boston had the timeout, and then Jalen Brown comes back, makes the layup over Bruce. Here comes the Nets under a minute to go. Um, one yeah, one thirteen, one fourteen. Durant hands it over to Irving and Irving gets locked by both Marcus and Al Horford forces him to give up the ball around the baseline. Something you never even see from the guy. Jason Tatum plays excellent defense on Kevin Durant forces a off balance, tough shot, barely graces, you know, the back of the rim shot clock sounds. Al corrals the board off to white. White pushes, pushes my mindset. And I I don't know if I've told you this in the past, but I've said this to everyone. Brad Stevens, especially, and I've seen it a lot this year with Emay. Brad Stevens has a knack for not calling time. No matter how many there are, he never calls timeout. Mm -hmm. He'll just take it and go. Like in Just go. I want to go home. So let's get this game over with. They're not not calling it. So he brings it up. Was it tied at this point or were they down one? This was 114-113 after the Durant match. Oh, okay. So I was if it's tied, timeouts don't make any sense because you want to catch them off guard, and if you don't get it, it's not the end of the world. And then, yes. Actually, you're right. I was going to say, like, it was – But you're down to, one, so, like, that's a little tougher. Yeah, and I was just about to say, like, it actually worked out that we didn't call because Brooklyn would have been set. And you're right. I mean, like, it doesn't matter if it's tied. Did he just bunt? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think yeah. I, I saw like a pinch hit Luis Guillorme. Like, what? So I'm like, he's buddy. There's no way Travis Joukowsky is taking this at bat. Nimmo or Smith is coming up right now. Don't do it. Don't do it. So, Bring it. It looks to be it's him. Oh my God. <laughs> so <Come> on. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dom Smith. Why is like, he hitting? No, nah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Dom Smith is coming. He's so bad. Well, I mean, he's sitting 400. 
Bunt. Let's bunt this run in. Come on. So I'm, I'm following it like this. So like it's tougher. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm just having like, you know, thoughts that like I usually see conclude at TD Garden. Like, yeah, he's bringing up the ball. You it really like how the players and coaching staff described it is so true. Like that was a play of like that just showed you like how they've been these past few months. Because why? I was expecting a Marcus Smart force three with those two guys coming, or a Derek White miss from the corner, or a turnover. Yeah, and then. I mean, we've talked about how great of a point guard this guy's become. He finds him on the cut, and he always yeah. says, like, when you least expect it, I'll find you. He finds him on the cut, the spin. Like you said, there was, like, my eyes are bulging. I uh, stick my hand up, and you're, the first thought is, like, did it count? Is there time after it? And it was just a special thing, like a special, special time. And, you know, it's just been nothing but Kyrie nonsense, what we just talked about, the last two days and then there was rumors like oh ben could be what we just talked about yeah. ben and rob williams could be back well the reason why rob williams could be back is because like game four <laughs> i think it's five is like a month after his surgery and he's already on the court working right now yeah so, uh, we told we talked about how it was like a three to four week window and like one thing about the celtics is that they've been truthful and on point with all their injuries usually for the most yeah. part of the season especially the playoffs <laughs> We yeah we expected him to be back second round. We didn't even think this soon, and then Woj comes out before the series even starts, like after the Nets beat Cleveland, and they're like, it's a like very real thing that like Rob could be back like late in the series, like in round one, and the Celtics never even ruled him out. So I was like, this is kind of crazy, and yeah, they're not expecting him to be back, of course, but like he's working towards it, and like just because they have so many off days. That's why like he has a real chance. Yeah. And then with Ben Simmons, it's like, all right, I understand in Brooklyn Nets fans perspective. That's like, we need him. Uh, you know, he gives us help, especially win or lose. Like we saw how we got spanked last year and Tatum still dropped 40 and 50 on their head. Win or lose Jason Tatum destroys them every game, yeah. like mm-hmm. at least 30. So it's like, you got Bruce Brown or Kessler Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> to pressure him a tiny bit but how, <clears throat> how much bigger is he than those guys and yeah. brooklyn gives up that's why they look less not that scary anymore because they gave up 115 to 120 points every night they look like the lakers on defense and simmons hasn't played since last june as you know and like yeah he would be a factor but like, it's he's like, not practicing I actually saw that um, he had his first full one with since arriving there yesterday, and he's only practiced. Oh, he yeah, he's just he just started practicing four on four, and still no update on a potential return. But he looks like he's working towards it. But well, he doesn't have to practice is, shooting. Yeah, and my thing is, is like, look, you know, I think he is probably past those mental things, past yeah. the back problems, stuff like that, but. You just practiced for the first time with them now. You've never even had him on the court yet. That's a potential super team with yeah. him filling the Draymond Green role when they're fully healthy and when they don't have a season like this and when there's no issues. So it's like, um, especially a ball dominant big part like that. It's like, why are you going to 
you can't just throw him in there when he hasn't mm-hmm. played since last year, you know, yeah. like it's not, he hasn't been on the court all season. And then you want to factor in the 34% historically worse last season and factor in the mental health. Like Boston is no place for him to be shooting free throws when he hasn't played in a year. Yeah. His, and like, if he does come back, like, yeah, don't even start him, bring him in like 15, 20 minute uh, stints and like give some pressure to Tatum, like what he would usually do. But it's like, he hasn't played in a year and this is still a tough spot for him. And like, especially when he's at the line and if we're going to win this, all right. So I'm still, I picked the Celtics in seven. I tweeted it. I'm still sticking with it. I'm very excited for tomorrow. I, uh, I'll be the happiest person ever. If we win, you hope it's in four, but yeah. But so if the biggest reason, like this home court is huge. Like this is like, this is a building to take you out. I'm not even just praising Boston. I'm saying like like Milwaukee with home court, Toronto yeah. with home court. Like there's certain places, but this is a building that has won playoff games for like a lot of like Isaiah Thomas with his yeah. sister, the Kelly Olenek game, Terry Rozier, mm-hmm. like after Kyrie and Gordon were out. Like they yeah, this like it's really not like a biased opinion when people say one of the best fans of the world. So this is amazing. Like this is, this is going to be a series to remember no matter what. And yeah, one day at a time, this is just, you know, a bunch of coffee, a bunch of shaking. <laughs> so I'll stick with Boston in seven. Yep. And um, it's going to be fun. And tomorrow I email is probably focused right now. I'm like, all right, well, they're going to come out stronger and Katie's not going to shoot like that again. We got to, be even better with those double teams and switching that we do best more than anyone. Like we got to be even stronger ourselves and be even better offensively. And yeah, the faith this team and organization has in this coach right now is, and just Marcus winning it yesterday, like seeing the owner, seeing Brad Stevens, like everybody out there, Gary Payton, like they were all so happy. Like this guy's never getting traded. And you remember we were talking about a couple months ago. He's going to be like Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Like, He's never going to make an all-star team probably, but like the ultimate Celtic. And I won't be surprised. Like I've been saying it since March. I won't be surprised if 36 is the next one up in the rap. Like Ray Allen's yeah. not going to get it. And nor is Rondo. I think we've talked mm-hmm. about it, but yeah. let's go green and seven. Yep. All right. Um. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not going to make any outlandish predictions because I truly don't know. I just know it's going seven. But um, I think we can segue to the West. West should be a lot quicker because i think there's honestly arguably three series that are not really that close or not two definitely like suns pelicans i don't think the pelicans get a win although i will say i will say if you want no continue what? i want to if you want a firm prediction on chicago from before i'll give i'll give them two games after how they played sunday i'll, okay. give, I'll go back to six i will say with suns pelicans Chris Paul, that was arguably one of the best games I've seen him play in the last couple of years. You know? So we'll start with that. Same time. CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram did not shoot well. And they only won by 10. I'm just saying. Maybe it's not a massive... At his first game, obviously, there's a shot that... There's a reason why uh, they shot bad. Because the Phoenix defense is 
incredible. And Devin Booker played well, but he didn't go for like 35, 40. Um, regardless, so I think we can both agree on that. Suns in probably four, most likely five is probably a fairer assessment. Yeah, and like I'm actually impressed by the pals a little bit. It's because like we, you know, we they're talk- in a good spot. They're like they're yeah. they're yeah. We we um we talked about it with Nick Kozak when we talked about the Cavaliers. Was like yeah, I talked about you know the McCollum trade and like fantasy wise, but this has been nothing but you know a, a gift on Christmas for them when it comes to mm-hmm. a fit with the franchise, his leadership and how he plays alongside Brandon Ingram, and then you got Zion who's nothing but a positive sign really since these past few weeks. And then well, you know, uh, apparently they disagree on their injury now, so I don't know yeah. what they're. That's tough. That's tough. But how do you disagree on an injury? (laughs) I'd say they've had more happy days than not as of recent. So I think that they can maybe get past that. But like, of course, he's still like, you're looking at him, not too sure. But like, starting from the ground up, this looks like a promising team. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, we can relax. We'll wait till later in the summer till we give them predictions, of course. Like, yeah, for example, but it's just like, they started at what two and sixteen, one and sixteen. They make the trades. Alvarado two and sixteen, one or two, yeah. Wow. And then they still ended nice. under five hundred. But Willie Green deserves a ton of credit. Uh, David Griffin and then Alvarado, surprising rookies. Herb Jones. It's yeah. like as a group, like they continuously fight, and then you really found the perfect fit in CJ and like everyone laughed at that, including me and you in February. Yeah, We were confused by that. <laughs> yeah. Very confused. And like, you know, there's people like Stephen A that were like, why? And felt the same way. I don't listen to him. He, all he does is complain. He's complaining about a pick the Knicks didn't even have. Literally. And like, I, um, you know, it's like, we, we wondered why that happened and why it wasn't, a New York Knicks or why it wasn't yeah the know, Lakers Dallas Mavericks whoever else yeah. but it's just like they oh this, I meant the eight seed <laughs> I meant at the deadline yeah but yeah. Uh, it's just yeah I mean like we've kind of always looked at them as like you know they're not really like yeah, they're a joke a little bit when it comes to who's running the team, but their front office is very knowledgeable and they are constructed the right way and they're never afraid to spend. Yeah. Never. Like there was yeah, a rumor so. when CP was a free agent. I think there was a rumor that like they wanted to reunite with him. I'm pretty sure I saw mm-hmm. like years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I think also the other series we can kind of knock out is Nuggets Warriors, while it's closer, I just don't think uh, healthy. I think the Nuggets are a better team than the Warriors, to be honest. But they're not healthy. Oh yeah, I guess healthy. Like with Porter and Murray, I think they're a better team, better? or like or equal at least. Close. Yeah. So I think because of that, but like, and the thing with Jokic, like everyone's like, oh, this is your MVP. All right, give him James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, and Tobias Harris. He's dealing with Will Barton, like who's good, but he's not. Aaron Gordon, I don't think is that good. And um, I, I don't think we talked about this on here. I think I said it on mine, but like, you know, everyone wants to talk about the seating and like first round exit. Like Philly yeah. was two games better. And like, look at the team they're playing. He's missing his 
you know, two secondary options, like you said. Yeah, like he's alone. And give him Tobias. Give him Tyrese. Give him any type of score. Like, like, like I said, Will Barnes is a nice player, and I don't like Aaron Gordon. Um, but that's it. And like, it, though. I just, yeah, I just think the Warriors are gonna just overpower them. Denver, they might get a game in Denver because of the fact that like the altitude and all that stuff. But yeah, so I think we can. I, I, I'm going Nuggets. I'm going uh, Warriors in five. Yeah, so I mean, besides uh, the very intriguing Minnesota and Memphis, this is like the most yeah. talked about series out west right now, and like everyone's looking at it. It's like you guys have have your backs against the wall. I watched Mike Malone's press conference uh, while watching the TNT crew do the post game last night, and like he he's just being very honest, like always. Like he's one of the most loved coaches in the league. LeBron says it and like he's saying like if we don't come out and compete and have the right mindset and if there's issues going in if we if we don't compete our hardest we're getting swept like at home like we need to do our best to focus on this next game at home and you know get together and you know you saw you saw the Barton and Boogie Cousins thing right uh yeah I don't really pay much attention to Boogie Cousins though but everywhere he goes he's a problem yeah, like, you, like it just feels like, and he it might not be like he might not be a bad guy, but it just feels like whether it's his fault or not, just everywhere he goes, he seems to be getting into fights. <laughs> yeah, and like you could easily pinpoint that, and obviously Will Barton's a lovable role player, score at yeah, Will. he's a good player, but like yeah, and he, he's not better than Jordan Poole or yeah, Clay Thompson. You're, you're not Curry, obviously. Yeah, you're not pointing the finger at Will in that situation no. too. So like, there was just some frustrations. I saw they both said it's just some BS and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, just like I'm saying, like yo, oh, yo, you expect to carry this team? They were a six seed with probably a, a fifty loss team. Like, and then yeah, the, but, the biggest difference is, as you've seen, the amazing defense that yeah. some who probably would have wanted if it, if he never got hurt. And if yeah. it wasn't for the reign of Marcus Smart, like Draymond Green and the way he's what I think I've told you is the best defender <laughs> in the world and the way he's handled yeah. the reigning MVP and the Joker. And yeah, you could you could laugh at Aaron Gordon, you could laugh at like Monty Morris, but like they they're good fits because of their way of passing and their yeah. short way of playmaking. Like obviously Gordon and Jokic have a great connection. And you see the frustrations with Jokic and uh, yeah, he, I, I that dude, that dude wants to fight everyone. Like I talk about cousins. Oh my god! I, you, you, he, I think Gary Payton was kind of giving him like a like a hey, what's up? Like he wasn't like, you know, like it didn't look like he was saying anything. Yeah, and like uh, <laughs> I was watching Jalen and Jacoby before they're right. They're like, if you go in back home and he still is under this mindset and he is still like like. You got to like, it all starts for your leader and setting the tone. And like, we saw his frustrations at the ref. He got, he got attacked and like, yeah, they're looking in shambles and Draymond green is just like their kryptonite. And they officially have a big four. I was going to say, I'm back on the warriors train. I was going to say that. Yeah. Well, cause clay, I I think Steph will be back in the starting lineup soon. I don't buy into the whole like, Oh, he's playing well off the bench. No, he's Steph Curry. Put him in the starting lineup. Yeah. But yeah. Look at Poole. Look at who like we he's 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 the second best scorer on that team. Yeah, we laugh at Wiggins. We see the improvement in Clay. They're finally all together. 
all four of them, nonetheless, like including Poole. Yeah. And now everyone's looking forward to the potential Warriors Suns Western Conference final. And like me and you will love that if it happened. Yeah. Sure, we'll what's uh what's going on right now? It's just two two count. Uh I think it's Ottavino at pitching. He's winding up. Ground ball to short. Lindor fires. Safe. Alonzo is off the bag. It's bases loaded with two outs. Wait, ba- did the guy didn't score? Uh yeah, I was wrong. I apologize. He did. It's five four Giants. What the <laughs> How behind am I? What just ha- Oh, no, it is bases loaded. Is it? How do you not it's score? But how did he not score? Oh, yeah, dude, he was off the bag. He was way off the bag. No, but how did he not score? Was it a bad throw? No. Yeah, it's I, I, guess it throw. I guess it was. It just how did he not score? Bag. I mean, maybe because it was that short, I guess. But like, yeah, two I, outs. Yes, the error errors happen, but two outs. Yeah, it's how under do you the, not no. score? Oh, okay. Anyway, um, Warriors and five. I will. Yes, I'll give them five myself. And like, I don't be surprised if they come out of the conference. Like we we yeah. laughed like w- after I got back from. Oh, wait, he did score. Never mind. <laughs> 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 when I got back from KG night and I talked about it on my pod, like the questions and their chemistry and like, can they gel in time? And like, we've been saying it since the Steph injury yeah. and like, they are answering everyone's call. Like, I won't be surprised if they make it to June. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think um, next series we could talk about is probably uh, Dallas, Utah. That's um, I think if Luca plays they're way better like they, they they're close with utah like without luca so i i don't i think it goes six if luca plays um and i think dallas wins that's i don't really have much to say just other than i want the jazz to lose so Donovan mitchell comes to the knicks but this this is the mo with the jazz i was gonna get there so <laughs> yeah um yeah this is did the run not score out of Alonzo's he's out score. he's on the bag it says Oh, wow. Oh, they're challenging it. I think they're good because I see them celebrating. Oh, he was out? Yeah, I see Pete going nuts. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, New York Mets, let's go. 26 seconds to go. <laughs> so, um, here for live updates for the Mets on the Sports yeah, Bible podcast. This is cool. So, fuck Boston. No, I'm kidding. Well, <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Never mind. Not on the parquet, but you could say that on the baseball field. <laughs> oh, I like the Red Sox. I like yeah, their team. Yeah, yeah. But um, <clears throat> we love the Mavericks, me and you. We've had since the there Jalen Brunson is getting more and more money every time he touches a basketball. And we talk about this whole next thing. We talk about Donovan. We talk about Gobert. Yeah. We talk about Donovan's love for the Mets. No, I'm kidding, but he does. Well, yeah, we do sometimes. You know, come on. Um, But the thing is, like, the fact – I was saying Saturday afternoon, I was like, if if they blow – if they don't win this, this is bad. And then, like, you guys lost – They just got outplayed yesterday. Yeah, I was talking about Saturday. (laughs) You guys lost Kleber, Brunson, and Dinwiddie. 
and Spencer Dinwiddie. You, you can't lose without Luca. And like, yeah, you're going back home, but you know how my favorite show is like NBA Today on ESPN. Three it's a pretty good show, yeah. Zach Lowe and Richard Jefferson are on it, and like Zach Lowe's like, listen, like if you if they don't win this series, like if, they were, <laughs> if Luca comes back and they win in like five games, Utah is going to break up their team. I had Mavs in seven because of the because I didn't know about like I knew he was unlikely game one, so I figured it'd be yeah. tough to go. So mm-hmm. yeah, we saw like an hour ago or whatever how he's likely to come back in one of the next two, but it's like yeah, for them. I mean, we've seen how Nick Wright, he, that's the dark horse for, like, his finals pick. I was saying the same for me, but, like, with Warriors, with the Warriors back like this, I don't think so. But it's like, yeah, I will go, it's just with the Jazz. It's, say they blow this in five, like, Donovan, I think this is what they said on the show. Donovan's like, he's going to get a separate jet home. And, like, they're going to, like... They're already yeah. – like, they're not even going to be teammates by the time they get off the plane. And I don't think it's, like, a hate towards Utah. Like, I don't think it's, like, a disbanded relationship. I just think it's kind of, like, best for both sides. Like, you're not winning with this team. Like, you're st- – although I will say I'd rather be stuck as a four seed than be than try to find another Donovan Mitchell. I will say that. So – but if he wants to leave – what's up? Five, I think, right? They're five? Okay. Well, you know what I mean. Like, I'd rather be stuck as a playoff team than be stuck as a 12 seed. So Yeah, but it's like when you're an organization like that, they have the right. They're like, not going to pay him right. again. So No one – Stephen is right. Like, the Jazz are becoming more and more unlikable by the day. I might tweet I, this. I like Donovan I, Mitchell. Yeah, I really like him too. But it's like you like their ownership. You like their star. You like their coach. But it's like you guys can't get over the hump. There's and I, something, I, like, off. Like I don't know what it is because they have, they they have good shooting they have like offensively they're good defensively they're good they can rebound they can pass they can do all this stuff they just can't win and I've finally like come to realize that like Rudy's defense is incredibly underrated and, and obviously he's rebounding but it's like my brother it- made a point yesterday he said if anyone were should be mad on the Jazz, it should be Rudy Gobert because he's the only one that even tries on defense remotely. <laughs> and then you, but, get but the- at the same, but also at the same time, I think they're a pretty good defensive team, like I just said. And then you get shooters that have like Bogey plays well, like Royce O'Neal, and yeah. like I, I've seen people say like they miss angles, like that could be a factor. But it's like the thing with Utah, it's just everyone's outside noise nowadays and they know what's yeah. going on. Like they say it in every interview, like I've seen Rudy on NBA today. I saw Donovan do his interview with Doris Burke breaking down film and everybody knows the noise. And like now people are like, Oh, the guards don't like throwing the ball into. Gobert. Yeah. Like I saw like a stat about like <laughs> passes and stuff. I'm like, Rudy Gobert's not an offensive player. Like why are we, but yeah, I think Dallas, I think this does, does go seven though. Cause I don't know when Lucas coming back. And if they win game three without him, they're not going to bring him back until, um, what do you call it? Like, they'll let it get to 2-2 if they win game three. I'm but, thinking, so, like, I, I like how, it like, five. Because he only like, strained his calf, thankfully. Yeah. It looked bad. And I, I like how five's looking for this one right now. But, like, I'll. Yeah. 
I'll give the Jazz some credit, and I'll give them two. So we'll go from Mavs and seven to Mavs and six on that one. That's fair. Okay, and then to round this out, uh, Minnesota Memphis, which Minnesota wasn't surprised that they won the first game, but I think now, I think Memphis wakes up a little bit. I think Memphis kind of is like, oh, like we're like like kind of like taking them by surprise. And while you try every game, obviously they're still young, so they're still like kind of getting going. And yes, I'm going to call them young. People get mad at that, but they are young. Like, like it is what it is. You're young. Everyone's young at some point. So I do think they win this series still. I don't know how many games, but I think Memphis is just a better team and more experience. And I think that's going to play massively like in the next couple of games. And like I said, they're both a young team. And I just think the... Does Memphis have more talent? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, like, I, I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, but there's a reason why they're the seven seed. Yeah, I, I mean, going into that game against, I'm always <laughs> in a Celtic perspective, always. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know how. I don't know. Yeah. I, I was going to say, going into that Sunday night where Rob Williams did get hurt and we played them. They were twenty one and nine or twenty one and eight in their recent. Yeah. Like they made a big run, and coming in without today, John Morant. So I I agree with you. I do believe that. Oh wait, I mean, you said Minnesota was twenty one and nine. Yeah. Oh, okay, because Memphis but, went on that run. We we know yeah, without they, they had twenty wins themselves without you know their all NBA yeah. player. So it's like I agree with you. I'll go with I said Grizzlies and seven coming in. So I'll stick with that. But yeah. I was, yeah, quite surprised they didn't come away with it on Saturday. I mean, JJJ only had 12 points. I think he will be a big X factor in his bounce back. Yeah. Like, beyond, like, you know, my I will say, I really want to see Anthony Edwards win. Do you know he has a dog? Guess what the dog's name is? And Edwards Jr. I saw yep. it. Like, <laughs> dude, you, this dude is so much fun. I wouldn't be surprised if the Timberwolves won this series. I just think talent-wise, they're they're really good. Um, yeah, that's my but, thing. But Memphis, I I don't know. Like you, you, I feel like just because it's the Memphis Grizzlies, it doesn't feel right. But there's a reason why they're the two seed, and they have a lot of like scrappy defenders, and Morant can take over. And I think that that's gonna matter, like as the series goes on. Also, Cat is gonna play a big role. I'm not jumping off that ship. And I'm not on the the train of celebrating winning, getting the playoffs when you're the Timberwolves, and you're you're not there that often. So, if you say that, you you you're miserable. <laughs> like, I enjoyed the fact that they celebrated that. I don't know about barking; that was a little weird, but um, but still, be excited. Like they they these guys like some of these guys first time in the playoffs, and like they just made it. Like they had to win a game to get in there. It wasn't like Memphis who was the two seed. Did you uh did you see JJ talking about it on his pod like t- saying how he hated out people? Yeah, I, I listened to it this morning. Yeah, and like he's right. I mean, he's yeah. right. Like you could look at it perspective <laughs> from like his where he made the finals, yeah. never came back, and like almost won, never won. Yeah. Or you could look at like you know a Taco Fall. That's that's at the bottom of the depth chart. That's always. Not even I right, forget about the Celtics, like in where he was there. Yeah. But today he goes from like Cleveland. I don't think he's there anymore, but where he was to like mm-hmm. Orlando and then like Detroit. Like he's never gonna get a winning opportunity. Like see yeah. 
if that was an example to happen. If he plays, that means the team's not good. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so I see the same perspective and then like, yeah, coming into the series, I was like, it could be seven. And like people laughed at that whole thing after the play. And I thought it was funny how they played the, we are the champions. I yeah. talked about that on my pod. I was like, yeah, like Nick Wright said, like how Pat Bev is, it's a joke that <laughs> I talked about more than like Jalen Brown and like guys like that and certain stars, but like, I'm not saying that it's bad for the game yeah. that he's like that. Like it's beautiful for the game that mm-hmm. a character like him, that Bud Light wants his he's name. Funny, yeah. That he's a lovable guy to talk to and like is super passionate and like yeah. he's all how much do you think I would love this guy if he was on the set? Yeah. And everybody knows like oh yeah. everybody is giving that answer. So it's like yeah, I see the perspective and um I um I'm going to stick with Memphis in seven, like I said. And you look at – Minnesota's got more star power, I agree. And they both have, like, the same amount of, like, veteran leadership. Like, you look at Dylan Brooks, Stephen Adams. Um, I'm missing someone else. Like, maybe, like, Tillman or someone – or Melton, something like that. Yeah. But you got Beverly, Torian Prince, um, the one guy like McCullough at point guard or whatever his yeah. name is. And then I might be missing one other veteran. But like, yeah. Um, but it's like Minnesota, this is going to be a thriller. And like, okay. if you don't Memphis for talking all the smack they did all season, like yeah. we're the team to beat next man up. We're young. We're ready. We don't care about the spotlight. We're having fun. The message like, win. Yes. What do you do? Someone got a single into center. Lindor. I heard my dad say, get up. I thought it was a home run. What a year for him, huh? Yeah, just keep it going. He's in 289 now. Let's go. I was I was kind of hoping you were going to wrap up. I was going to be able to watch the at-bat, but it's fine. I'm happy they won. I mean, we yeah. miss doing this. It's been a right. It's been a little. Yeah, bit. I got another game to watch. So, <laughs> yeah, and this feels good. Like I, I miss talking to you, and like obviously, yeah. this is, especially the East. Like we got a lot to look forward to, and like, but yeah. So I'll, I'll pick Grizzlies in seven, and like if you if Memphis doesn't win tonight, like if you don't win, you're in season, trouble. That you're in trouble. You like, get yeah, Minnesota yeah. start feeling yourself. Anthony Edwards start you know. Talking about cleaning up aisle six and it's like you know, playing bowling. Espe- oh, me with the Celtic perspective, especially like I mean Memphis started this way, but especially yeah. for Boston, they turned it around. Like I was going to say, it's not a failure. Memphis yeah. it might be a failure, but with Boston, it would just be a major disappointment. Is it like, a failure oh. for Memphis though? They're like we said, they're so young. So yeah, you you might lean morally this year's Atlanta. Nah, big disappointment. So? They're better. They're better. Huh. So I'd okay. go big disappointment because what they have like fifty six wins. They're big disappointment, and then same for the <laughs> to be a huge disappointment. Just because like yeah, like in January we didn't think they'd be the two seed and one one of the best teams in the NBA, and you know hosting this team yeah at home, but it's like. You know, the way that you ended the year and, like, everyone's like, oh, we want Brooklyn. Like, that's the message you sent. So, it's like, focus. Now's the time. Yep. Big, big right. night tomorrow. And, like, 
been a great beginning of the week with whoa oh what never mind. no i saw someone with jarvis landry i thought he signed but it was just a um visit <laughs> yeah but um all right i think that's a good spot to uh wrap up this is a long episode but you know it's overdue we got a lot we had a lot to talk about and we covered it all um pray for uh, rob tomorrow celtics this will be out tonight so pray for rob tomorrow it'll be wednesday by the time you guys hear this we were recording this on a tuesday if anyone needs to have any type of calendar reasoning to listen to this um we look we forward enjoy, to hearing what's up we enjoy this like yep like i said i mean like yeah it's great talking to you. I love talking to you and, you know, expressing our thoughts over this. And like, it's just, obviously we love delivering content too. And yeah. And as, as um my school year ends for good, you know, graduating, um, we'll have more time, especially that I'm not in a full-time job yet. So, well, you know, hopefully this be, if you guys support, you know, maybe this could become it, but that's not the goal. This the goal is just to have fun and just talk sports. Cause that's, what we like to do that's what we do and you know like you said follow rob green you know when i say it like <laughs> you know Not- the bleed green podcast you know his yeah. writing um we're gonna we're working on some stuff like i'm um, trying to figure out ways to get like a website going where we can do our own blog um but besides that that's all i have you know follow us on the social medias they'll be all linked in the bio it's sports bible pod at Sports Bible Pod for everything, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, not Facebook. We don't have Facebook. We're not 40. Well, I have Facebook, but I don't use it. So I mean, I'll use... post my blogs and pods there. Like, yeah, and... but I'm not I'm not posting like <laughs> out with the fam at Burger King. Fuck I like Burger that. King. That was a good one. Burger King sucks. <laughs> McDonald's. Oh, oh, we talked about this. If you guys want to see a lifestyle podcast, let us know. Um Person. I can talk about why Burger King sucks. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, anything else, Rob, we're going to do as the weather gets warmer and the games keep coming, we're going to do our best to post a lot more, you know, this is on this one, like I said, and yeah, I mean, I haven't written in a little bit, but I've been using my voice a lot more consistently posting and consistently posting pods like every few days. Um, that's the way the world's going. Rob Green NBA, and then I think it's the pin tweet is like the Bleed Green account. It's yeah, I'll link it all. I'll link it all in here. But um, you know, thank you guys for listening. I know this was a long one. If you guys know how to do chapters on YouTube, please let me know because I have no idea how to do it. But if you please let me know, please. Thank you guys and spread the word to your friends, um, family. I got this from my other podcast too. Even enemies, you know, anyone that wants to listen, you know. Um, Nets fans, Kyrie Irving, you want to listen? We don't boo you. Well, <laughs> we might. Um, but see besides that, Kai. Yep, that, that's all I got. We'll see you next week, and we will get this out next week. I promise that. My dad's playing with the dog. He's making some weird noises. I'm about to go see what's going on up there. I'm going to eat some dinner. Uh, Mets got a win. It's a good day when the Mets get a win. Red Sox, you know, treading water, but they'll be fine. Coming on in 10 minutes on MLB Network. Perfect, you know. We yeah. got this pod done right away. And uh, enjoy the rest of your night, Rob. Uh, like I keep saying, thank you, guys. And we have a big episode with Doug Eddard coming up. I just got to shoot him a text and then see when he's available. I'm very excited for that. And I know Rob is too. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I'll shoot you a text, Rich. All right. See you guys later. See you guys.